0: And Welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, Reiki Master, Energy Teacher, and author of the newest book in a trilogy, A New Life Awaits, Spirit-Guided Insights to Support Global Awakening, which shares stories and messages from spirit that show us our challenges are not merely economic, political, or societal, but often a disconnect from our true being or inner soul connections to all of life. In today's show, I am delighted to have Joe McQuillan join us for a second time to talk about his new book, We're Not Done Yet, Pop. Previously, Joe and I discussed his book, My Search for Christopher on the Other Side, revealing a mixture of narrative, italicized visits with Chris from the other side, input and conversations with respected psychic mediums which is relatable to anyone who has experienced loss or even anyone who has imagined it hello joe and it's great to have you join me again on healing from within
1: well it's great to be back here. thanks for having me on again i appreciate it
0: joe as listeners of the show well know
1: my intuitive and
0: compassionate guests who wish to bring comfort and hope to those open-hearted minds who seek to know more about the human and divine connection and to share intimate and insightful stories that help us realize that we are more than our physical life and that this physical life offers opportunities to expand our soul and human capacity, To love and deeply care for life here and beyond. Because we're spiritual beings having a physical life and life is eternal. For those who know that, that's the truth and reality. And it helps move past all challenges knowing we are loved and guided from loved ones in spirit and from a creative universal force. In today's episode of Healing From Within, Joe will continue to help parents with troubled teens understand addiction and for those who have lost a child, friend or or parent, that while our body is left behind, our energy continues to find connection with our loved ones from both sides of the veil. Joe continues to serve as an example of how one can establish an ongoing relationship with loved ones who have passed. He models total commitment to learning about his son's new state of being and, as a result, helps readers heal and, once again, treasure life in its entirety. Joe, you might remember this, because I think we did that show maybe two years ago, 2019.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. I I always love, yeah. I I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and remember a person, place, or event that may have shown them or others the lifestyle they would embrace as an as an adult. Because I think we have a destiny and life plan. It becomes visible sometimes at an early age, and sometimes when we look back, we're amazed at how far we've come. Right? Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Amazing. That's what journaling is for. They told me, my guides, I had a journal, and I did. And they said, you would see through your stories how far you have come. So <laughs> I'm glad I was able to say that. So tell us, tell us what began well, with couple,
1: you. Yeah, a couple of things. So thanks. You know, it's amazing how you started the, the, the show. And, and, you know, we call this New Age, right? Um, and I'm going to give you a quote. We are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. And that was Father and who, who died in 1955. He was a philosopher, Jesuit priest, paleontologist, scientist, philosopher, teacher. And and he told us this. So I laugh when we say this is New Age, you know. Um, you know, Rumi said that... that uh, uh you know the, the goodbyes are for those who love with their eyes for those who love with their heart and soul there's no such thing as separation absolutely so he said that in the 12th century so this isn't new age it's just the veil is thinning yes and, and more people are, are, are being more aware of what's going on and what matters and and that w- what we have here is, is this a temporary housing mm-hmm. of our real self you know and our re- real self is our spirit, you know. And and that lives on. Energy never dies. So, that um Einstein said you know, that, right? Was it I, Einstein? You, not, I, I, I he, Einstein? He he was said,
0: he was a very spiritual being, even though people thought he was pragmatic and wasn't religious, but he was spiritual.
1: I'm pragmatically But you know, he was spiritual, he he said that you know, there's only two ways to approach life. One is there everything's a miracle and one is that nothing's a miracle. So Einstein was very spiritual and very and keyed into the spiritual self, mm-hmm. which is, you know, you said, you know, name somebody that the past has has given you, you know, a roadmap of, of maybe how to live. And, and that was my sister, Marsha, who crossed uh, February 6th, 2019, three years. After her beloved godson, my son Christopher, died in a in a canoe accident in 2016, and and and, and I'm a different guy than I was prior to you know my son crossing. You know, um, you know, it, it, if you look on the cover of the book, you can see what I look like. I have a brush cut and kind of a bent nose, and 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 I'd be you'd be surprised to hear me quote uh, Haruki Murakami, but he said once the storm is over. You won't remember how you made it through, how you managed to survive. You won't even be sure whether the storm is really over. But one thing is certain. When you come out of the storm, you won't be the same person who walked in.
0: That's true. That's
1: what storms are all about
0: that's, where life that's what
1: that's life is and that's why we're
0: here having this life and, and these challenges yes absolutely so our soul and will remember who you. we are and uh, yes. and as our soul remembers how magnificent our energy is and what we can create with our thoughts and mind and people like you and I are doing this through our writing right. through this discussion we are creating with our thoughts the power to live in love right. and joy And my guides say to me all the time Rejoice, rejoice, rejoice And it's always three right. times I, yeah. I guess three is the magical number The most spiritual it number is. But yeah So we, I go through that with them I ask what do I have to do with my gifts How much more can I help I don't want to miss the mark And not be able right. to help someone Or do something that I was born to do And they let me know you don't have to do anything, I, but be,
1: be, that's and why rejoice. I talk to a lot of parents, parents who've lost kids, mm-hmm. a lot of parents who've lost their children who think it, that there's a void, that it's all over, that there's nothing left. And and I talk to them all the time in groups and one-on-one and in person and on Zoom, and and I explain that you know their they're, they're, they're children, their loved ones are in a place of bliss. Yeah. They're accessible to them. They, yes, you can reach them. You can talk to them. You can connect with them, but you got to do your part, you know, As you know, you know it doesn't just happen. No, it's a you process. Have to set it up. Yeah, it's a process. It takes you know? time,
0: effort, and continued
1: practice. I came here. You know, I came flying into my office at home to take your call. You know, I've been and, and you know I'm sitting here in my office with with burning sage and, and and candles and crystals and and I certainly don't look like a guy that would burn sage and candles and crystals but I am that's who I am now you know, because, I'm a different guy than yeah. I was prior to January 3 2016
0: so I could say that what that was part of the plan or the uh before we're born we meet everybody we're going to be with in our uh, physical life, and we make promises or contracts with them and i be- yeah. I believe that we leave this life and go home as we planned it in the right time for our soul journey and I don't believe anything's random, so I believe maybe your son it was his journey to go home and do something special, writing these books with you. And it was the right time so you could go on to the next aspect of your life. So you gave each person a gift in life and in death. And there is no death. There's only transitioning our energy to another form of life. And uh, so I I do believe that. And I I wanted to say um, that as a sensitive child not being taught about an afterlife. Now, I know you come from a large Catholic family, so you were taught about an afterlife. But I wasn't, and I I, I felt like there was something more, uh, but I couldn't put it together. I was intuitive. I was a gifted child. But, but nobody was there to uh, talk about these things in those days. And in my book, Life is No Coincidence, the Life and Afterlife, connection i describe a visit from my grandfather and I, that was maybe uh let me see 1993 yeah a- and he said to me that i had to write something for my father and the d- next day my father passed you see i use the word passed now i would have in those days say died and this is what I wrote. I wrote his eulogy, and I didn't even know what I was expressing at that moment. But this is what I wrote. I spoke of a man having many different faces, as perceived by the different people who frequented his life. To myself, I wondered whom he had been in other lifetimes, but then forced myself to focus on what he meant to the many people mourners attending to the family relatives friends and patients who were part of him in this lifetime he was a son a brother a father a husband and a professional my father was a podiatrist which also made him a colleague a friend of so many friends who had been comforted had been touched by their memories of him so many patients had been healed by his golden hands that's what he used to call them (laughs) however his most important role was that of a soul housed in a human body who had to balance his life forces with his earthly personality and arrive at the knowledge toward the end of his journey on earth that he was more than anything a spirit of life, love, and eternal, unconquerable energy. So wow. it's, it's just what you talked about and I t- talked yeah. about before we got to this. And I wrote that before I was completely aware that life survived physical death and before I knew I was a medium and could receive messages to help people know that life survives physical death but you see my soul knew that that was written from my soul not my yeah. head, not my mind No, so, you know I
1: agree with you that that there's soul contracts and there's a soul plan I don't think we're predestined you know I think we have exit points and and I think Christopher was destined to leave this life early. Um you know, but I, I think uh the accident occurred when it occurred. I, I don't think he would have continued on this side of the veil for much longer if he had survived that accident. Um but I also don't think that we're predestined, that God moves us around like chess pieces. Well, I believe that we have free will.
0: Maybe it's not that we're Predestined. We have free will and choice to do what we wish to do when we're confronted with different circumstances or challenges. Yeah. But I think a lot of the challenge, the challenges, are programmed into our life because our soul needed uh, to redo or rethink or rewire something that maybe we weren't able to do in another time and place you know in another life
1: we're we're, we're
0: with we're with a lot of the same people over and over again
1: yeah i know my son and i have had past lives together we've had past lives together where um i've been his father i've been we've been past lives together where we were siblings you know um you know the average is anywhere from 40 to 80 past lives you know that and that we can, you know, oft times when we're that familiar, that whole deja vu, we think when we feel somebody or we meet somebody and we feel like we know them. I think yeah. That's because we've, we, we really do. <laughs> we've gone through a ringer with them already, you know, and, 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 that's why, you know, um, I don't know if your listeners, you know, briefly know that what happened in 2016, Chris and a dozen kids were up in a lake house, you know, kicking up their heels before going back to college and, and Christmas break. And, 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 you know, uh, you know, four boys with, you know, too much to drink and, you know, an attitude that they're bulletproof and yes, and, and lay, layered clothing and untied Timberland boots and jumped in a three man canoe and paddled out in an icy lake and all four of them dropped. None of them made it back, you know? Um, and, and the, the direction of my life changed that day. You know, uh, so I have this un- uh, wonderful gift that I can connect with my son, um, but I got and that is
0: a gift. It. But but you were al- already open to the possibility that he was okay, that he survived you already had a feeling of that so then it was yeah, easier for I you did. to make the connections to people who could help you like you said you went to mediums and and they helped right. gave you information that you knew they couldn't know and 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 that helped solidify your knowing not just your hoping or your believing but your
1: or knowing he was okay yeah. yeah there was a there, there was a, the first time i went and saw a guy named andrew anderson and, and, and he was on Bob Olson's website in, in Illinois here. And I went and saw him six months after Christopher transitioned. And I had already been on the phone with a wonderful medium who's now in Arizona, Nancy Myers, and, and she had told me things that I didn't know until I got the police report. But I wanted to look into the face of a medium who was talking to my son, who was looking at my boy. So six months in, I went to see him. But before I did, I stopped and did two things. One is I grabbed a bracelet that I wear every day. It's a leather bracelet that Christopher had given me in, in Disney World and when he was about six, five or six. And I it sat in my drawer for 16 years. And the day of that interview, I put it on under my cuff. And the second thing I did is I, I had ordered some shamrock seeds. And I had moved them over one grave plot to another to separate them from another couple so that, because it was my son. And I'll occupy that spot. You know, so so the the dirt, even though it was six months after he'd been buried, the, they had reinterred him, so the dirt was loose around his grave. So I planted these shamrock seeds. When I went in to see Andrew, he said a couple of things. But one of the first things he said was, you know, your son acknowledges you were in the brace that he's given, gave you, and your son acknowledges that you planted something in his grave recently. Now, That's, he it. Understand. That's it. That's it, Tommy. Nobody knew that. Of course not. Nobody <laughs> knew that. Nope. I mean, my wife, I wasn't keeping shamrock seeds were from but they just came in and I decided to plant them that day now that's the moment Cheryl I went from believing to knowing that I knew that I knew that my son was was somewhere attainable and that he was connecting with me and I needed to to learn more and push harder to figure out what I can do to connect with him now you gotta understand we operate on a much lower frequency than, than the other side Mm-hmm. So we have to raise our consciousness. I never I never you know learned to meditate. I never did guided meditations. I you know prior to this. Well, neither but did I. I did. That's why it took
0: me so long to develop yeah. my natural healing and mediumship gifts because I was trying to live in the physical world. And well, and I, I thought that that other stuff was sort of airy fairy, you know.
1: Not, and, and and this is the other stuff is home. Right. You know, the other stuff is home for us. Right. This is just...
0: That's reality. This is reality. The temporary housing. Right. right? This the is temporary, temporary housing, and the other real self. is real.
1: Yeah. And it's, that's what's real. You know, so once you kind of get your arms around that and you're willing to put in the footwork, amazing things can happen for everybody. You know, I, I, I don't think... I, I think I'm an ordinary guy on this amazing journey, but I don't think there's anything special... About me other than I well been given this nobody
0: nobody is ordinary. everybody is a <laughs> unique piece of the divine energy of creation, and so we're all unique, and together, all of us in spirit, you know, we go up there. Mm, are unified and that's why we we talk about unity and oneness we are all part yeah. of the same fabric of life of creation and it's a beautiful thing so nobody's ordinary everybody is just so full of well, light and I, love but nice, we here we nice have to, to find it
1: is that I'm just a regular guy you know uh, I'm not a medium you know I'm not well I, you if know, you I've, can if you can feel
0: your son and know when he's with you and, like, yeah. I, I have another question here. Do you ever have any doubts? Well, you say that early on you did. And what did sure. Christopher say to you when you would act like that? What did he say to you?
1: Oh, Christopher was saying, he would say, Come on, Pop. You've got
0: to know by now. Really, you know? Dad? Uh, You've got to be what, kidding what, what me.
1: What, what, yeah. yeah. How much do I have to prove to you? I mean, the signs that he sends me and the connections he gives me are un, undeniable. Yeah. Know, there's no way. To, to to, not connect the dots, you know. So, um, the 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 doubts long ago left. You know that's good. Uh, you know because it, when they when first Chris first started channeling to me, I thought, what the heck, you know, I, I, have I gone off the reservation here? No, you know? and then, you just were open to it. So your guides yeah. and angels
0: helped you do it. That's what happened with me when I started this process twenty five years ago you know it took me a few years after my father passed, and all that happened yeah. and then uh, I was at a retreat with John Edward, who's a psychic medium and Robert Brown from england and
1: i'm going I'm going see John Edward this weekend.
0: oh he's wonderful. my wife say hello to I, him I, from Cheryl Glick
1: i will i will I, I'm going in actually with my wife and 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 a, a, a medium friend of ours uh, 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 sherry Jewell. And she, nice. I think she might know him, but um, you know we're going. I think it's Saturday, the eighth the, the or whatever. Yeah, and so I'm excited. Cause well, I, well, know, here, I, here I, here I was with him on
0: this psychic spiritual week. He had never done anything like this, and I wow. knew I was told by another medium that I would go on a journey with another woman, and then I had gotten to john edward it was very hard for me to make a connection with with him and then he sent me his first letter that he was having this spiritual week and i was told that i would go and i said oh nothing would stop me so then i'm with all these people and i i was here to learn about life after death i really didn't understand mediums and getting messages from spirit so much at that point and he walked by me one day, and he said to me, "Oh, did you buy that uh, uh, little pocketbook that your mother tells me you were just looking at in the store?" And I had been wow. looking—I had been looking for little gifts to bring home. I was looking for like I don't know, like Gucci or some, some little makeup kit or something. And he walked right by me and said it to me. So that's That's how I began to know that everything they were telling me, they couldn't know. So were they reading my mind, or was my mother really giving him that information? And the more that I spent time with these people, I said, why am I here? And then it dawned on me that I was there to develop the gift I had. And it took a little time, but I did it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's go on to, we have so much in common. And by the way, uh-huh. I I always say that too, what Chris says. you got to be kidding. I walk by <laughs> and sometimes something uh, right. happens, or maybe I get a feeling from spirit and I say to them, you got to be kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. But it feels good to, to make that connection. So It sure does. Yeah, it feels wonderful to make that connection. What is the one thing you want to tell parents who have lost a child?
1: And You're, it's hard. It's you, you, you ever read? No, it's simple. It's really simple. There's a wonderful uh, uh, author, medium, presenter, uh, Suzanne Diesman and she wrote a book and it's called Still Right Here. Yes. And that's what I want to tell parents, that your loved ones, your children, and, and specifically for parents that lost children. Your, your loved one, your children are still right here. They're around you. They want to connect. They're like knocking on the window. And they just need you to op- be open to receive the messages. And the messages are so amazingly reinforcing and loving
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: and, and calming and soothing because Christopher tells me all the time, You know, and you, every parent recounts every misstep they've ever had, you know, every bad decision, every, you know, stern word, right? Yes. And, and what, what they're telling me is, you know, it's, it, none of that matters because it's, that's all in the past. You know, I was really concerned about Christopher's last moments drowning, right? It it concerned me. It haunted me. Uh, Mary C. Neal, who was a brilliant, uh, surgeon and, and author, wrote a book. Uh, where she had died, and then come back, and she died by a drowning, and she described drowning. Mm. It was very peaceful, and it and it really helped me. But Christopher's also come through Cheryl and said to me, "Look, Dad, remember when you were in your twenties and you blew your knee out playing baseball? You know, it must have been real painful. But looking back now, you barely you know, remember. Right? Exactly. You're, 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 there's no recall of pain.
0: You no. Know?
1: And in many other cases, you know, through six years of research, I found out that most of the time, the soul has left the body before an impact or a tragic, or you know, so that the, you know that the, they don't feel the pain that we're associating with their demise, right? Yeah. So you know, but they,
0: Joe, you know, but, but it, Joe, because I Ask. Yeah, Joe, because you brought that up. I have yeah. this I have this in my notes and I'm I'm going to tell you now because you just brought that up. Uh I did a reading uh very soon after a soul departed and I was told by other mediums that you really shouldn't do it so soon after a soul departed. Right. But but I was asked by a client on the same day that her daughter's 19-year-old boyfriend had died and everybody was devastated and i went into my office and i closed the door for an hour i meditated on this and um i saw michael leave his body and he was following these light beings guiding him forward and he looked back and he showed me he was lying on the ground his body and his soul was above the scene looking down and he, he showed me several people had put a jacket under his head, and he was not alone. And, and he let me know his... He had left his body quickly upon impact, and there was no pain, only sadness that his mother and father and family and Jessica's girlfriend were going to be so sorry this had happened. But he knew it was his time, and he would always be nearby to those he loved. And then he followed the light beings as they guided him forward and I cannot tell That's you beautiful. yeah I cannot tell you when I tell you this story now I see it and I feel it the same way I did at that moment and he showed me everything from what was going to happen at his funeral what he wanted his mother to do with certain of his possessions how his mother saved dolphins that she gave him because she loved them do- he showed me so much to prove it to them and when i did this reading with jessica she told me it sounded just like he was talking to her yeah that's yeah. how much truth and reality was shared and i i mean isn't it funny how you just brought that up and and i had this story prepared to to, to discuss you know that's how spirit yeah. works with us they're working with us all the time to get us to share the beauty of life and the beauty of afterlife. So I want to thank you, Joe McQuillan, author of We're Not Done Yet, Pop, for his conscientious study of the afterlife and his detailed stories of connection to his son Christopher, who fully intended to engage his father in the process of sharing what the afterlife reveals about life here on Earth and beyond. To purchase the book and learn more about the amazing connection we all have to our loved ones in spirit, go to Joe. McQuillan dot
1: dot net. In summary, yeah, Amazon. You can buy it at Amazon, and the website is joemcquillan.net And there's a bunch of great interviews. There's there's uh, steps for guided meditation that I use. You know, and and nothing that I do, Cheryl, is original, right? Everything that I that's do, I right. up from <laughs> other others. No, I don't want them to be other spiritual, um, you know, people who have taught me the best way to connect and. And all I can tell you is it works for me. And I mean, I feel Christopher around me right now. He's here. Of course, he's during this Of
0: course he's here for this show. No he wouldn't yeah. miss it. And a lot of other spirit are around us too. In summarizing today's episode of Healing From Within, we have shared Joe's ongoing relationship with his son Christopher in spirit, while learning more about a soul's new state of life or being after physical death. Joe Models total commitment to sharing all his sons um to with him. All his son shares with him, as it is both the destiny and desire of both, to help le- readers learn more about what awaits each of us at the time of physical death, and how we are never far from our loved ones as it, as it appears. Heaven and earth are merged as our soul and physical life. There are different dimensions and layers of energy and spirit, but ultimately, We are part of the divine creative force of love and compassion, and life gives our soul the opportunity to experience emotions and feelings on a deeper level as we refine our thoughts and actions and improve personal and collective growth through experiences of all kinds. In one message from Chris, he says, It's a door, Dad. When the time comes, you just walk through it. You won't be freaked out or afraid because of all the time we've spent. As soon as you walk through the door, I'll be there. Sorry I had to leave, and it's hard for you to know that it was for the best, but I miss you too, and I am sorry for the pain. The pain would have been worse, though. Let it go, Dad. Nice meditation this morning. You're starting to see <laughs> <laughs> You're starting to see me in your head. That's where I see and feel yeah. a lot of things <laughs> yeah. in my head. See the beach, Dad? I'm not restless. I'm at peace. You will be too. I'm trying to bring that to you on the side. Yeah, I would Joan and I would have you know That we have shared so many wondrous messages from our loved ones in spirit and we truly wish you to know uh, what we know that there is no death just transformation transition and love is eternal as each soul lives beyond physical life still exploring the mysteries and wonderment of nature man and spirit I am Cheryl Glick host of healing from within Reiki Master Energy teacher, author of a trilogy with the newest book, A New Life Awaits. And I invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to explore metaphysics, the afterlife, and understanding of energy and vibration and ways to improve your own awareness and higher consciousness so you, too, may start to feel and know that life and our loved ones are within reach. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.